Blog Talk Radio. Praise God and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. I didn't give a chance to promote this, but it's going to get out there, and I'll be telling people to tell people to go to Google and type in Emmett Overton and go to any podcast of your choice to hear this. How to protect yourself from hurt through relationships. This is going to help a lot of people because I've had a pastor who shared some things with me, and people are getting really hurt. And you're setting yourself up when you trust human beings. And I don't want to sound so anti-people, but you got to understand that the devil uses people. And sometimes people don't even know that they're being used by the devil. Even Jesus says, forgive them for they know not what they do. And that is still um, applicable for today. How to protect yourself from hurt. The first time when we talk to people and see people, nine times out of ten, when you are looking at them, you are not even thinking about we wrestling out against flesh and blood. That's not on your mind because your natural eyes see the person. And then this is where you're going to get caught up. The Lord revealed this to me, and I'm going to share this, that he gave this revelation to me. And as I was talking to this pastor, he asked me to share on that. And we were just talking. And I pray that this is a blessing to you. I don't want you to think that I'm anti-wife or anti-children or anti-people. I'm anti-demons. And the majority of the time that his demons interfering in operating in a vessel of a person whom you may know. Paul was exactly correct when the Holy Spirit gave him Ephesians 6.12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Flesh and blood is not our problem. But when we are talking to a person, we are looking at them, we are seeing sight. You're operating in the natural. And nothing's going to get done because the natural man does not understand the spirit of God. They're foolishness to him. And we set ourselves up because, one, we're trying to please people. Two, you know, human beings in their uh, sinful uh, uh, nature, we are all rebels. Derek Prince hit it hard. He said, all of us are rebels. There is no perfect human being on this earth. I am even guilty of some of the things that I'm about to say because God showed me that I was guilty. And in order to get and harmonize with the Lord, you can't allow your your soul to run everything. You get upset. You listen to the person. You respond back in the flesh because you hurt. And anytime we are responding back negatively, there's demonic interference there. There is some hurt somewhere there because if you was, wasn't hurt, you would respond kindly like Christ was. You know, Jesus never got rude to Pontius Pilate. He put his head down. And Pontius Pilate was telling him what he can do and he can do this. And Jesus politely lifted up his head and said, you cannot do anything unto me unless my father gives me that gives you that permission and I can call down legions of angels to deal with your kingdom. But Christ never took it personal. All of us as humans with this flesh that we house in, it has to come under control. You're gonna to have to do something. If you got to meditate all day on your problem, you cannot allow your soul to get you caught up. People can use you, even Christians. There are people of marrying people because someone's offering something that they don't have. That doesn't work. That's witchcraft. 
I had a brother to call me the other day, and I had another friend of mine. I can't give his name out. But, man, he's been through it. He said, you know, I've lost everything I had messing with this woman. And I told him, you know, when when we see people, we don't we just see people in the flesh. But you got to look at them in the spirit, because if you don't, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt your human feelings. And if you don't have your arm of God on, I made a vow to the Lord that I'm not arguing with nobody, no human, nobody on this radio station, Shannon Davis with his Donald Trump stuff. I ain't arguing in the flesh to disrupt my spirit because that's what the devil wants. If he can disrupt your spirit, he can control your day. We walk not by sight, but we walk by faith. The first thing that we need to do to protect ourselves is to realize something, that every one of us who call themselves to be a Christian are perfecting by faith to be because of God's mercy and grace. That is the only reason why we are alive, his mercy and his grace. That is applicable for everybody. That's in Hebrews 4.16. When we get caught up in hurt, we pretend to take on other people's burdens, other people's problems. And you're not responsible for that. A married man is responsible for his household. If he doesn't have any other funds, why would you get mad at him for not giving cousin Juke Juke something? See, people got to start trusting the Lord instead of people. And people get hurt by trying to do things that they cannot even afford to do. Uh, they, they are afraid to be offended of a person. And all this jams you. Let's look at this, and let's look at the Bible and give you some scriptures of what I'm trying to convey to all of you tonight. Let us begin with the book of John, chapter 15, verse 1. He says, I am the vine, and my father is the husbandman. This is divine order. And when we have this divine order in our life, and not this flesh, not the soul, the sukis, the sukis, the soul brings anger, the soul brings impatience, the soul runs your mind, the soul brings confusion, the soul brings thoughts to your mind, your fleshly mind, the soul brings temptation from demons within you, the soul pulls up the evil out your heart based on Mark 7, uh, 19, 20, and 21, and 22. And he wreaks havoc on people because people are not seeing how the devil is destroying them. But you have to protect yourself from humans and from people. Now, sometimes people don't even know what they are doing. Sometimes people don't even know they have an anger issue. But if you can get yourself right and hear the Lord and protect yourself from these harmful by habits that people put on each other by verbal abuse or by anger, and allow Christ to deal with your heart and get that pain and get that hurt, that rejection, that anger, that mental compartmentalization, all of that stuff out your heart, you'll have peace. Every branch in me that Beareth not fruit. He take it away. If you're arguing with a person, that's not bearing fruit. If you're fussing with a human being, that's not bearing fruit. If you're going to exchange yourself in argument 
and anger gets in behind every negative emotion, there is a demon. And every branch that bears fruit, he purged it. That's Jesus. So when you're bearing fruit, Christ protects us and shows us and guards us. Our lives outside of Christ brings hurt and problems to any human being that's called themselves a Christian. That it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I spoken unto you. What all we do to people and try to help people, that ain't, those are works. But inwardly, to protect ourselves from hurt, to protect ourselves from letdown, to protect ourselves from trusting in people, you have to let the Lord really wash you, cleanse you, and regenerate your heart to see people in a different way. And if God is not doing that, you, you don't have no progress on earth. He said, abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. See, anytime we try to do something outside of Jesus, this is how why we get hurt. Anytime you do something outside of Christ, you're going to get hurt. I'm going to show you why. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. Now, or do we really can say that as Christians? Is Jesus, are we trying to follow Christ, to allow Christ to guide us every day? No. Do you meditate on that? Every day when I'm in the car, I say, Lord, I want peace. Lord, I want peace. I want shalom peace. I say that every day. About five, ten minutes ago, we couldn't even get on the blog talk. I said, Lord, Help me. I'm trying to serve you. Open up this door to get us back on in. One minute we got back in. You see, if we harmonize with the Lord, all of our needs be met. When people are looking for other people to give them something, that's not trusting in God. That's trusting in people. And the Bible says that if you're going to please human beings, you're not a servant of Christ. So you're hurting yourself. Now, I didn't make this up. Well, that's in the Bible. I don't interpret that in the Bible with no problem. Go to Galatians chapter 1, verse 9. Verse 10, I'm sorry. For do I now persuade men or God? See, when you're trying to please people or people demanding something from you, well, you need to first, Lord, do you want me to do this? God showed me something to Pastor Wayne Thompson a long time ago. He was in a car with me. And he said, do you know sometimes that people can mess up people by buying something out or paying a bill for them, because now they are not trusting in the Lord to carry them through the trial. You just has been their Jesus and their exodus. You've been the Moses for them. Sometimes when we are trying to help people, you have to ask the Lord, Lord, should I do this? Because you don't know God's will. You don't know what's going on with them or God. But if you can't hear them, you can't do that. Our self gets in the way, and this is what hurts us being out of place with Christ. In Galatians 1.10, for do I now persuade men of God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I shall not be the servant of Christ. So if you're trying to please people, you're going to set yourself up for hurt because you can't please people. People will be never satisfied. Why? 
because loss of the vindication from us through our ancestors, by being Americans, by being uh, uh, a democratic, uh, a free enterprise system, caught up in materialistic things, caught up in gotten to have a nice car. All that's hurting you because you can't afford it. See, this is what you, this is set yourself up for hurt. Oh, well, somebody else got something. I got to get it. You get what God gives you. The Bible says be content with such things that you have. John 15, verse 6. If any, if any man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch. So anytime we try to do something for people, have the Lord told you to do that? Well, you can't ask God on everything. That's a lie. The Bible says that we're supposed to be led by the light of God. His word should be a path for us. His word, wisdom. Read, read the King's if you don't have wisdom. Because if you don't have wisdom, you're going to really get yourself hurt with people. Use, you have to use wisdom with people. You got to use the spirit of God. As somebody talking to me, I'm praying in tongues. I don't have to listen to them no more. I stopped doing that. I want to key in on the person who created them. I want to key in on the Holy Ghost that can give me word of knowledge about this person. And you don't have to tell them because when God shows you a person and what they're trying to do to you, then you got to do something. You got to pray for them. You got to bind them spirits and keep them demons off you. If you don't do that, you're going to be setting up yourself for hurt. In John 15, 7, if ye abide in me. Now, wait a minute, John 15, 6. If a man abides not in me, he is cast forth as a branch. So you're on your own. This, this is what sets yourself up for hurt. And is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. See, men walk all over it. Let me say something. It ain't nothing like, I remember my father taught me something. I used to use my daddy's car, and I never took care of it. He said, you ain't using my car because you don't take care of it. And I learned something from him. When you earn something that the Lord blesses you with, and you know that people don't see, I show God gives blessed me. Everything I get comes from the Lord. It don't come from no human being. I don't care what everything I get comes from the Lord. And we all have to have that type of frame of the spirit within you so that you can't set yourself up for hurt. A brother called me the other night. Uh, my, my, uh, somebody wanted to borrow some money from him. He said, well, I really don't have it, but I feel pressured to do it. I said, well, do you, do you have your bills been paid? No. I said, well, then you can't give them, you can't help them. They didn't like that. They got upset. God is a God of order. And sometimes we hurt ourselves by trying to do something for a person when you ain't able to do it. Get in the spirit of God so that the sons of God can be led it by his spirit. And if you're led it by his spirit, you will not be hurt. John fifteen seven. If ye abide in me and my word abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Anybody who's lacking, at, do, do, John, do John fifteen seven. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Get some folks who's in poverty and give them that. That's helping them. Give them this in the Bible and show them how to apply this. You can't be, look here, there's the Lord, there's somebody trying to 
provide everything for this for two uh, for four people or something. They're a friend of yours, and I'm getting word of now is they're using you. Be led of the Lord, so, so don't be moving out of emotion. Emotion is the soul. I'm not saying don't help nobody. The sons of God are led by the Spirit. If you can be led by the Spirit, whatever you do will prosper. You won't be hurried. Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit, so ye shall be my disciples. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If you keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abided in his love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. Your joy is not going to be full if you're not abiding in Christ. You trying to help somebody. You ain't the Holy Spirit tell you don't do it. You doing it. You trying to resist the Holy Spirit because of stubbornness and you being pressured by demons. The Lord says that he'll meet people's needs. You, he didn't say you're supposed to meet other folks' needs. I don't know where people get that from. Ain't nothing free. Let me show you something. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Go to First Corinthians 6.20. For you are bought with a price. There's nothing free. For you are bought with a price. Christ did not die free. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Your spirit is God, but your soul is not of God. It is independent from God. It makes you think. It makes you make wrong decisions, and it sets you up for hurt. When you're vulnerable, them demons know how to hit you. They know the right words to say to pull some money out your pocket. you got to be wise as a serpent and soft as a dove and allow <coughs> the dying gifts of the Holy Spirit to lead you, and you'll never get hurt. Never get hurt. John 15, uh, 12, this is my commandment, that you love one another even as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friend. This is why soldiers are very close. That's one thing about the military that I, I appreciate, the closeness. You got somebody next to you, you know he'll take a bullet for you. He'll about to do that, and your own uh, sister won't do it. That's loyalty. And we need that in the body of Christ. We need that. You are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. You are my friend. You're a friend of Christ. He says, listen, you are my friends if ye do whatsoever I command you. He has to command you to do everything, every decision. I really believe can go on the Lord. I wake up praying in the Holy Spirit, and I say, Lord, I, this dog was bleeding blood all on the floor, and them demons trying to attack me and bring mental compartmentalization when I was in the military. Was, you know, no, 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 no. I was, no, no, don't come with me there. And I prayed, and I said, Lord, and he gave me a lady's number, and I called her from CVS. She said, this dog, you got, uh, you got a veterinarian card on the dog. The lady gave me the number. I went. That medicine would have been 200 and some dollars. That thing was $60. It's an anti-fungus for an animal. It's a human a medicine. But God showed me how to do that. Tune into him. Please tune into the Lord. 
He says in John 15, 15, henceforth I'll call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord does. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. Now this is very important. This is why God doesn't want any of us to be hurt. And sometimes we can be hurt by doing something wrong, being in the wrong place, moving out of the time of God. He said, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go forth and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Now, I want to read something to you on a notation on life in the spirit. He said, go forth with fruit. All Christians are chosen out of the world. Now, you really want to be hurt? Get into the world system. Get into the politics. Let Donald Trump get on your nerves. That's worldly. We're supposed to bear fruit. Such fruit of the Spirit is mentioned in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness to Christ, gentleness, and self-control. Working for the conversation of others in Christ. Now, even as being a Christian, you're going to get persecuted. So don't set yourself up thinking that you're not going to get persecuted. While Christ's followers are in the world, they will be hated, persecuted, and rejected for his sake. The world is the great opponent of Christ and his people throughout history. True believers must understand that the world, including false religions, organizations, and churches, and churches, a lot of these prosperity churches, are really putting hurt on people. But folks like that, Donald. Second Kings 6.18, you like your dung. That's dung. Why hurt yourself listening to something that is totally opposite of the Bible? That's another subject. True believers must understand that the world, including false religion, organizations, and churches, will always oppose God and the principles of his kingdom. Thus, the world will remain an enemy and persecutor of faithful believers until the end. See James 4.4, 4, see Matthew 5.10. The reason believers suffer at the hand of the world is because they are fundamentally different. They are not of the world and have come out of the world. The values, standards, direction of the faithful are in conflict with the unrighteous ways of the corrupt society that we live in in America and anywhere else. They refuse to compromise with the ungodly standards and instead set their affections on things above, not on things on earth, Colossians 3.2. Now, if your life is hidden in Christ, you can't be hurt. People can't hurt you. I'm going to show you some areas of how to not you can help people and how not allow it to hurt you. Listen to this. It's okay to bless a person. I didn't say that. But you've got to do it to protect yourself from the spirits that's in that person that's seeing you trying to do something that's a good deed for humanity. Colossians. Yes, Lord. 
For you are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. It's hid with him. Can't nobody hurt you if it's hid with him. Can't nobody hurt you. And if you're going to do something to a per- for a person, don't do it for them. I'm doing this for you. Do what you can do for a person. Turn to Colossians 3.17. I'm trying to show you how not to get hurt from people and demons in people. People don't even know the demons in them. Colossians 3.17. And whatsoever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Now go to 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 7. First Peter chapter three verse seven. For you married men, anytime you get bitterness and anger, you better let that shit go. The devil will tear you apart with that mess. Your prayers can't be heard. Ain't nobody worth your prayers not to be heard from. You better read first Peter three seven. Now go to Colossians three twenty three. And whatsoever you do, do it heartily. Listen to this. Heartily. H-E-A-R-T-I-L-Y. Heartily as to the Lord. Now watch this. And not unto men. And that's what I've been saying all night. I bag up God's word. His word says it. I believe it. Now go to Psalms 118. I'm going to show you why. Psalms 118. Psalms 118. Verse 8. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. That's the opposite of male. Verse 9, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. In princes. Let's go to verse 8. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. In man. You put confidence in man, man's going to hurt you. You put confidence in Christ, man cannot hurt you. You put confidence in Christ, no demon can hurt you. You abide in his word, no one can hurt you. Listen to me. Go to Psalms 103.15. Let me see if I got that right. Uh, 4.15. Let me get my assistant. Uh, Let me pull them up. Touch not my anointed, nor do my prophets no harm. That's the, that's the scripture. Touch not my anointed, nor do my prophets. Here, thank you, Lord. Right in my face. Got it. Saying, touch not my anointed. Now, listen to me. That don't mean just preachers. That means anybody who's trying to serve the Lord, they're his anointed. He loves them. They're trying to trust in him. They're trying to get away from the world. They didn't want to be ruled by their flesh. See, when I get knowledge of the Bible, 
this illuminates me to not get in my soul. But if you do not study the scriptures and have no clue of what the hell going on, you're going to constantly be hurting yourself. Now, go to 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. The reason why I give you saying, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. God don't like you using people. You don't have to worry about that. If you do this unto the Lord, there's no way a human being can use you. God will get rid of them. They'd be dead, gone, missing. God has a way. Look, God loves the righteous. He loves the righteous. God cares for the righteous. Now, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, wait one minute. We're having a little technical problem here. All right, it's back. Okay. All right, we're back on air. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, thank you, Holy Spirit. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. He says, but my God shall supply all your needs. You can't supply people's needs. That's God's job. Tell the person to trust God. Tell the person to learn how to lean on him. Tell the person to uh, allow God to come in their life, get Jesus in life, and get that damn spirit of oppression and, and, and poverty off a person because they'll weigh you down with it. And God says, stand fast in the liberty of, of Christ. Wherein Christ has made you free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of what? Bondage. And people can bring some bondage to you if you let them. Let's look at 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. Cast all your care upon him, for he cared for you. Tell them to cast their care on him. You are not their Christ. A lot of you look at your pastors and over-respect over them and leave Jesus out. You better look at Christ because Christ is the one that's going to help, help, help you. I'm not trying to say not help a person. I'm trying to say the way to do it where you can't get hurt with your emotions. If you do it as unto the Lord, you don't have to tell them, well, I did this. I don't want nobody. I, see, when you do that, you want human. You get a human blessing. <laughs> I don't need no human blessing. I need a supernatural blessing. I need to stay connected with him. I don't need to allow my soul within me to cause me to get disrupted from my spirit. I don't need nobody bringing me to lose my peace. But the devil don't care nothing about you because he want to steal, he want to kill, and he want to destroy you. He don't care nothing about you. He don't care nothing about your mama. He don't care nothing about your children. He don't give a damn about you. And he's going to do everything he can to use any of his children to affect you. Even Jesus said, ye of your father, the devil. Everybody's not a Christian. And people can be posing as an angel of light and be none but demons. Second Corinthians 11, 13, 14, and 15. Protect yourself and put the arm of God and stop allowing people to, to rule you and to run you. You let Christ Jesus run you. 
You let the love of the Father come in you. You forgive. You look at the Lord, get yourself right, and you will not be hurt. Let's turn to First uh, Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11. Another thing to do to show you how not to get hurt is to stay out of people's business. You won't get hurt to protect yourself. Stay out of folks' business. Uh, just a while ago, I was at a, uh, a neighbor of mine's, a veteran, and getting my car fixed, and his wife said something. She wanted me to come. I said, no, ma'am, I don't have nothing to do with that. I'm just, just listening. Well, y'all men the same. I didn't get caught up in none of that. That's a trap. Get your soul. You speak out, out of the will of God. You know, I'm learning to say less words. The fewer words you say, the better you'll be with the Lord. Now, another thing to do is look at this here scripture, and let me share this here with you. This hurts a lot of people. Get involved with gossip, a busybody spirit. God doesn't like busybody spirits. And the Bible speaks of a busybody spirit. God doesn't uh, like that. Uh, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, 11, it says, And that you study to be quiet and to do your own business, and to work with your own hands, as we command you. Work with your own hands. Do your own business. Work out your own salvation. Let the Lord look at you. Stop looking at other folks. Deal with you. I made a commitment in 2018 that this is going to be the most productive spiritual year in my life, that I was going to come closer to the Lord, and I want to raise the dead. That's my desire. I don't want no Mercedes Benz. Y'all can have that damn thing. I want to raise the dead. I want to be with Christ. I want to have peace. And you can't have that if you get any disturbance that's trying to rule out the Son of God in you, and that's demonic spirits. I hope this has been a blessing to you. Uh, I wanted to share that with you. Now, uh, on this seminar, I need to move on to some things in the ministry of deliverance. Uh, this is for basic. This is basic deliverance. This is just some basic stuff. Some of you may have heard this again. I'm going to recapitulate some things because we have some new people, and you may have not saw it up in the last uh, program. But the children's bread, the Bible says, let the children be filled first. But it's not good to take the children's bread and to throw it to dogs. That's in Mark 7:21. Deliverance is the bread for children of God. When deliverance is not part of a believer or a group of believers, a diet is the result. Spiritual malnutrition. You're going to fall out. There's no way. If you do not get deliverance, there are things in you that has been in you since birth that have to come out. Our fathers have sinned. You brought their iniquity, Lamentations 5-7. The sins of the fathers will come on you. Exodus chapter 20, verse 4 and 5. You need to renounce those things and allow God to feed you. This is the children's bread. Bread is simply defined as food or substance. Substance is defined as a mean of support, maintenance, of substance, of state of being, sustain. Christians need bread to endure and to sustain themselves from the attack of the enemy. That is the children's bread. Types of bread. There's a spiritual bread. There's a natural bread. The natural bread feeds the human body. The spiritual bread casts out demons. Here are some areas in our lives that will show signs that people may need deliverance. Uh, I've been getting a lot of emails on that. How do I know that I need deliverance? How do I know that it's a demon? Or not, uh, uh, Mr. Market Sanders, I'm going to respond that to you. I read your email the, uh, last night, and here is how you know you have demons. 
Let me give you an example of the Onan spirit. Would you please turn to Genesis chapter 38, verse 9, Onan spirit. I'll explain to you what an Onan spirit is throughout the course of these deliverances and these teachings. I'm also going to open up the lines. We're going to give testimonies of what we've seen, what we experienced, uh, me, myself, and Brother John, and my assistant pastor. In, in Genesis chapter 39, 38, I'm sorry, go to Genesis chapter 38 and go to verse 9. And Onan knew that the seed, that's his sperm, shall not be his. And it came to pass when he went into his brother's wife, he had sex with his brother's wife, a wicked dog, that he spilt it on the ground. So he had sex, he didn't go in her, he put it on the ground lest that he should give seed to his brother. That is an Onan spirit. When any man, and we're all grown people in here, if you got children, please get them out. I'll say the right word. When you, The man, you know, and he don't, right, and it goes on the ground, not in, okay? That's an Onan spirit. I want to do it as clean as possible. Now, if you keep doing that and keep doing it, you can't stop. And you're being driven to masturbate. I had a guy call me. He masturbated 14 times a day. That's that's not human. It was demonic. And he had a problem. And that door opened through pornography, lustful thoughts, and he could not control himself. Now, some of you masturbating and you did it one time. Ask God to forgive you because that's self-sinning. You're sinning against your body. God doesn't meant you to have sex to yourself. That's why he had husband and wife. And that's a different subject because we have all really destroyed our sex. We didn't have so much lust and sex. It never was love. It was lost. And 80% of Christians who are born again and saved have never been delivered from this spirit, have that in their marriage. This is why their marriage are having problems because that demon has a legal right in there. Due to all the sex you had and all the effing and the turn them over and flip it and, and all that crazy stuff, open up those doors to demons. And if you can't stop it, it's demonic. Then... You need to get it cast out. Accursions uh, open up doors to a lot of demons. Uh, Proverbs 26.2, accursions not come without a cause. Emotional problems, mental health, speech problems, sexual problems, addictions, a physical infirmities. And the most powerful thing I've seen people have more problems throughout the ministry since I've been a deliverance minister is the spirit of error. I have seen more people not understand this ministry. And I said, Lord, what is this? And in 1 John chapter 4, 6, it says, We are of God, he that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. A lot of people have a lot of error, uh, being raised, not knowing the truth, been in religion, but not in Christianity. 80% of us have, have probably had those same similar problems. What will keep you from receiving deliverance and a breakthrough in your life? Curses, sin, pride, passivityness, ungodly soul tithes, occultism, fear, embarrassment, unbelief, lack of desire, unforgiveness, lack of knowledge. Shake yourself free from the past. Allow the Lord to take your past and put it under the blood. If any of you 
want to get saved now. I, I'm hearing salvation speak. The Lord says someone needs to be saved. So I got to follow him. The Lord says, if you shall believe in your mouth, go to Romans 10, 9. There's four people need to, that want salvation. Go to Romans chapter 10, verse 9. Uh, there is a young lady, uh, Veronica. Uh, you're, you're 29 years of age. You are condemning yourself. You need to stop condemning yourself. There's now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, Romans 8, 1. You have to forgive yourself. Uh, study and meditate uh, Genesis 19.26 and Philippians 3.13. One thing I do to get those stuff behind and press into those things ahead. Stop looking back, ma'am. Look forward. Amen? All right, let's go to Romans 10.9. I'm here a salvation call. In Romans chapter 10, verse 9, if, uh, uh, let me see, Romans 10, 9. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart, that God had raised him from the dead, thou shall be saved. That's simple. So if any of you want to get saved, if you find yourself having problems with demons, once Christ is getting you, they can leave. The word cleanses demons, Matthew 8, 16. So repeat this after me. Heavenly Father, I come in the name of Jesus. I ask that you forgive me for all my sins, knowing and unknowing. I believe that Jesus died and rose on the third day, and is sitting at the right hand of the Father, interceding for me. I believe that you are Yeshua the Messiah. Come into my life now. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. If you have done that, welcome to the kingdom of God. When you lead somebody to the Lord, you don't leave them and let them go. You've got to feed them. You've got to train them. Make sure that they're in a good church. Email me if this has been beneficial to you at overtonav1 at gmail.com. You're welcome to set under us as what you're doing. And we are welcoming you and thank you for allowing God to come into your life. Your free will will change your life. Okay, that's it for now. And we're going to pick back up. And one more thing, other bondages, before I close, thank you, Lord. Other bondages will stop deliverances and cause havoc in your life. Stay away from Ouija boards. Stay away from horoscope, palm reading, table tapping, psychic, psychic advisors, black magic, drugs. Leave these things alone. Renounce them and ask them to leave your life in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. God can deliver you. Call on the name of Yeshua. Don't call on man. Call on the Lord. Now, I was about to close, but the Lord is telling me to, to, to say this for everybody. There are some people that's, in, that's involved with witchcraft. You're involved with Ouija boards. You've got to come out that stuff, man. You've got to come out of that stuff. Please come 